what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Breaking News, Breaking News, Breaking News. They're back. Just when you thought our big fan heroes had hung up their capes and were walking down the path to podcast history, they said no way. Right when the establishment were trying to shut down their mics and tell them, we don't like what you say, they said no way. Just as other podcasts were showing their faces around our block and telling us, y'all getting old and gray, they said no way. Just as our 12 listeners called and texted and said, what's up? We haven't heard y'all since May. They said no way. Today is the day we take microphones and mold them into clay. This isn't over my head like Olivia's favorite band, The Fray. Ain't gonna flow like he flow to other podcasters' dismay. And I'm gonna do like I do. You know I'll make it okay. Welcome to a new season of Big Fan. I gotta say, I have sat on the other side of this table and watched you absolutely destroy that first little bit there yes i and destroy, destroy i mean no it means, bad or good. it means the show is going to be horrible because <laughs> it starts off on a bad spot you you hammered that one thank you you hammered that one thank you I nailed you that. go with thank you you go with it thank you. all right so hey i'm hank Imer, and i'm a big fan of yours a big fan i'll never say that again yes all right uh-huh. you're my robin okay it's always been tough which kardashian do you think you were if i were kim would you be chloe I'm the mom. I'm the mom. Oh, nobody <laughs> likes the mom. Why would you go there? But I'm also a big fan of our fans in this show because it's been too long since we've been out here. Life's been busy, I know, but uh, it's good to be back. It is, Hank. It is very, very good to be back. The studio looks exactly the same as we left it. Um, you know, I thought there might be some streamers or some balloons in here for us. Welcome back, big fan, but... No. Yeah, I, I when we walked by couch. when I walked by Reaps, it looked like it was it was you know bursting at the seams with all kind of new stuff. And actually, but. last time we were in here, I was like, "Hey, man, can I get some water?" And there's a bottle of water in the fridge. <laughs> this time, look, he gave me a cup, and I had to go hit the sink. He could fill it up with I the water. He, I thought he was going to run a hose down the hallway <laughs> and just have you sip from it, put uh, you over a bucket. I love it. Anyway, man, so glad to be back. It's good to be back in the studio. Good to see your face. You know, it's been. Several months since we've been in here, and so many things have happened. So let's take this time to jump through a quick summer recap. You know, let's start right at the end of school is where we started. I went to Hawaii, you know, that first weekend of July. It was the trip of a lifetime. We were there for about 14 days, saw, went through family reunions, went to volcanoes, walked on green sand beaches, saw stars at 14,000 feet in the air on mountains, ate crazy good food just did about everything you could do but the thing i took the most from it is so i met there were at my family reunion 140 family members that i knew that 40 would be there and there were over 100 more that i got to meet some were singers like me some were (laughs) professional athletes kind of like me yeah there were astronomers there were astronauts there were teachers there were lawyers there were bartenders anyway just all walks of life and i figured out like 
the reason I hug like I hug, mm-hmm. the reason I talk like I talk, the reason I act like I act, because that's how they are, too. You know, it was amazing. So well, let's keep them on that island. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more of them running you around. Don't need any more but, I, running around but I will tell you, I did see the pictures, yeah. you know, through, I think, Jennifer's Instagram or something. I saw the pictures. Amazing pictures. Yeah. And what you described to me, you know, you, you've talked to me a little bit about your family. And I had a question um, for you when you started talking about it, because you talked about like you have a, a cousin that's a is a cousin that's a like an amazing singer, yes. a performer. She travels all around Oahu, performs Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, that, really talented. And then very you, talented. Really good athletes and yes. really smart people. And yes, <laughs> what's it like being the black sheep <laughs> to come back to Hawaii and be like, I'm here? And they're like, first of all, who are you? And second of all. You sell printing? Believe me, <laughs> I was overwhelmed at first when I met them. Like, whoa, these are some big shoes to fill just talking with these people. But they're so down to earth. And, you know, in the end, it's all about kindness. Yeah, you're no threat to them. <laughs> you're no this, threat. This isn't the way it's the fine. podcast is supposed to start. It's fine. Right? right? I get it. Yeah. So anyway, they were so kind. I figured, you know, the, the kindness was overwhelming. They have this thing in Hawaii called Ohana which is family and family means everything. And it sure meant something a month later when all the fires happened in Maui. And you heard about that. It's been terrible there. We realized that my mom had some cousins, which would have been my great aunts and uh, cousins that they lost everything in the fires in Maui, but they, they're alive. And that's all that matters. Right. But the uncles and the aunties and the cousins I met, they would actually from Oahu and the Big Island, they would fly to Maui to help build every day, build, build, rebuild, 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 because they want Maui to come back as strong as ever. So right. there's really powerful family feeling there, and I was glad to be a part of it. Yeah, so that's it awesome. Pretty incredible. Yeah, and you know, to lose such a beautiful, lush kind of landscape is kind of tough, but I, I actually heard history. somebody talking about the fires and how crazy it, you know, that landscape, will, how quickly it will come back. Sure. You know, and be as vibrant and beautiful but i mean obviously the devastation is terrible yes um but you know with new hope will come out of that so new hope i like that new hope so tell me about your summer vacations did you go anywhere extraordinary i'm sure there was baseball involved yeah we did we did take up a trip to uh we you know you play a lot of the same teams around here and so uh harris's coach is from canada played on the canadian national team um, in the Olympics and uh, played in the majors and everything. And he played in Boston and Detroit. And he's from uh, a town right north of Detroit in Canada. And uh, so he wanted to kind of go somewhere close to his family because he doesn't get to see him that often. And he asked us if we'd play something up north. Oh, so fun. we went to Buffalo, New York. And so we got up there. We got to see, you know, we got to sightsee some, you know. Um, so that was fun, but we saw Niagara Falls and got on the, you know, the Maid of the Mist and yes. got into the the fray there. And which, knowing you, you went to the first place where buffalo wings were created, right? Yeah, I did. I know you I did. did. I that was number one on your agenda. It was the first time right, we got there. Yes. It's the first time we got there. But like the <laughs> uh, going back to Niagara Falls, as you know, you get to some places and you they've been like pumped up. Like I've never been to Mount Rushmore. Right. Never been there. But people always tell me, like, obviously, it was an amazing accomplishment to get it done. But sure. it's really small, right? It's like you're, like you're far away from it. It's really small. Yes. Niagara Falls didn't disappoint. Really? I mean, the power of that water and as it's much it comes over, it's just amazing. And, like, being down there and feeling it and everything, it was, it was absolutely amazing. So we got to do that, and then we played in this baseball tournament. It was kind of funny, too, because, you know, coming traveling that far – 
there were a lot of teams from that area, whether it's New York, um, Pennsylvania, Ohio, you know, just from right up there. Well, it quickly became apparent that it was us versus them. Mm. The South, South yeah. versus because there was nobody else south of the Mason-Dixon up there. Gotcha. And uh, make a long story short, we won the entire tournament, wow. which made it pretty sweet. But it was a lot of fun. It was we played on these old municipal fields, and um, but you know it was kind of fun because we got to do you know Niagara Falls and some sightseeing, and then um, you know and that was the last tournament of the summer. Yeah. And so we got to finish that up there. So let's go back to the Buffalo wing. So was it overrated? Was it what you thought it would be or was it underrated? Okay. So, so you many, the sto- tell the story. Do you know the story about the Buffalo? Wing? Yeah. No, I don't. Do you? So the story was there was this lady who had this bar and these guys would come in late, uh, late at night after she had closed the kitchen and she just had a couple chicken wings and some sauce or whatever. She would just throw together for them as they were finishing their beers at night. And they right. started to really, Oh, the next day they came in there. Hey, can you cook up some more of those? So before you know it, people from all over were coming and said, Hey, make those wings like you do. And right. so she put it on the menu and then the rest was history. So to me, they looked, they've shown, I've seen them on television a million times when they show this bar that duffs, Duffs and they looked really humongous. They're big, are they really? They're big. Okay, so tell me how they taste. Uh, they taste amazing. Okay, okay, good, good. but I'm going to tell you something. Okay, they're they're great. When you walk into Duffs, it is an old building. Mm-hmm. They serve fries in those wood overlapping bowls that they've had for billions of years. That when you see them, you're <laughs> like that. People put peanuts in, okay. like certain things, gotcha. right? They yeah. have the old acrylic glasses that you get your soft drinks in yes you know so it's like an old very old like the old field. pizza hut had yeah Those, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. same gotcha. bowl so you're going in there and it is wings mm-hmm. fries beer and soda yes like it. i mean yeah, yeah i mean oh. you could get a side salad or you could yeah. get a chicken sandwich but that's what you're going in there for <laughs> right and i think probably 30 40 years ago you know when the chicken wing wasn't so well known, I bet you that thing people would travel for miles, <laughs> miles right? Miles but there's a lot of good chicken wings. Like, you know, I mean, I, I it was very good. Yes. But would I rate it as the best in the planet? No. No, so, I've had good wings. Yeah, so that leads us into our next Hank's hierarchy. Okay. Just right off the bat, Hank. The people want it. We're going to give it to them. Give it to them. Top five wings. Places and let's go locally here. We'll we'll put Duff's out unless you think Duff's qualify for top five in here. Maybe who knows? Let's rank them here locally so our listeners here in Hickory can go check out what Hank thinks is the best. Right. Let's start at five. Number five. Yes. Let's go at five. Okay. I would say I think the wing joints aren't very good. Okay. We'll start there. Okay. I think Buffalo Wild Wings, and I think those those guys, they pound out so many of them. You mean the brand, like, you know, the, like the chain? We're place. a wing place. Yeah, got it. We're a wing place. Okay. So I would put Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll just leave it at five. They're at five. Okay. Okay. So number four, this is going to be controversial in a friend group. I wouldn't include, I'm not including Hooters. It's way too much breading. Fair. Way too much breading. See, I kind of like, I understand exactly what you're saying, because it, it, but it's so much more breading than all the rest of them. You really have to like that type of wing, right. or that's not going to make any list. Right. So go ahead. I understand. All right. Sounds good. So that, okay, so I'm not including those. Okay. 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 okay I'm going to take something really, this is, this is a really weird one. Okay. Number four, because I'm going to put it at four, because not everybody can cook. You can buy Frenched wings 
at dockside. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is a mm-hmm. singular bone wing. So imagine taking the two bone wing, breaking it, and it is a singular bone wing that you can just pull off and you put them, you mm-hmm. bake them, and then you finish them on the grill. They are Sounds amazing. Fabulous. Sounds fabulous. Amazing. Okay. Actually, I had those Wednesday night, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And so, guys, number four, dockside, that's the place that sells the fish. That sells the fish. And the steak and everything beside. Romeo and Juliet's uh, Bru- neighbor. Brumio. Bruliet. Bru- yes. So anyway, check that place out. It's fan- fantastic. There are five pound blocks of them. Blocks okay? of them. Gotcha. They're t- five pounds. Yeah. So this leaves us the next three. We have three to go, Hank. Okay, we have three to go. Okay, number three, I will say Old Tavern. Okay. Very popular for its wings, yes. Old Tavern. And I'd get the charred Char- wings. Okay? Bingo. Number three is there. Yes. Number four... Number two. Number two is, and when I mean Old Tavern, I mean the one that was... Yeah, no, so it's called, I don't even know what it's, I think it's called the Old Tavern. Old Tavern, right? Yeah, it's called the Old Tavern, yeah. The number two, New Tavern. New Tavern. Okay, they got pretty good wings. Yes. All right? Number one is Backstreet's. Yes, okay. I like Backstreet's wings. That seems, that would be the most popular choice in Hickory. Very nice selection. The only thing I would switch, I'd probably have Old Tavern one, and then I'd leave in Backstreet's two, and then the New Tavern three or whatever. Gotcha. But you can't go wrong, and it's got to be those charred ones. Yeah. Is there a particular flavor that you like more than the others? I'm a hot guy. guy. So, I mean, I would rather it be, like, I don't like the teriyaki. I mean, I would eat them. Yeah. But I don't like, like, uh like teriyaki or um, chili garlic or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all that. So, like, you know, this is going to be a controversial oh, thing. of course. We're already getting some phone calls and some texts in about this exact subject. Hank, if you want to read that one right there that just came across the screen. Well, sure. Um, our producer has a very strong <laughs> inclination on what he would do, and he thinks Village Inn Wings are good, which they are good. They are good. But you know what I think about Village Inn Wings? Village Inn Wings are, you only get, you only get so much out of them. I'm not going to read the last little bit of your <laughs> thing because you, you, this is a family this is show. A family, show. A family show. So, you know, you're only eating a handful of them because you're there for the pizza. You're there for the baby for, corn. Oh, of course. Right? Na, 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 you're there for the baby yes. corn. So you're not there to mess around. Yeah, you're not having a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> You know? I do, though. You do? I, yeah, so this is how my routine at Village Inn starts, and I really love Village Inn. We, we all have it. We grew, if you grew up in Hickory, you love Village Inn. I start with three little pieces of pizza, whatever. It might the be, start. The start, whatever's on there. Then I come back, middle is a salad. I First of all, you are light years further than any amount of food I've ever thought you would have had at oh, one really? sitting. So you were thinking three pieces, and that's a wrap. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, the- three pieces of spaghetti, but go ahead. <laughs> That's great. Three slice salad, lots of corns. <laughs> um, and then I end it with spaghetti. That's how I end it. End it with spaghetti. I end it with spaghetti. Yeah. I never would have thought. One little scoop of banana pudding. You yeah. Know, they got banana pudding yeah, on the they got it. Yeah. So sometimes I end with dessert like that. Let's, let's hear how you go. <laughs> what? Please. Come on. I go salad first. Salad I, first. I, I'm sophisticated. Very sophisticated. You know, yes. it's, we're going to do a coarse meal here. How many baby corns? Uh, I stay away from the baby <laughs> corns. I stay away from them. But then I do, I do a salad and then I go straight into pizza. Okay. I might go second salad after my pizza. Second salad? Unheard of. Yeah, and then maybe a little bit more pizza. But the thing that I think is criminal is the amount of dessert pizza they put out there. I have no place for that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I have no place for that, and I, I bet it doesn't you doesn't even have belongs that take up space on the pizza bar. Exactly, right? Exactly. They've got like you know they've got like two of them there, and yet they have no other pizza. Right. One other question: Have you ever tried the soup? Have you ever tried the soup at Village Inn? It's normally a like vegetable 
No. Or chili. No. <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm. Oh, actually, you're right. Uh, our producer is telling us right now. Sometimes they'll have a chicken and dumpling on that on the oh, village end too. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not. So, yeah. How much money have you lost? Do you think since you were, say, three, four, five years old in that machine to the left when you walk in that you get like a super bouncy ball or a tattoo exactly. or a scented ring yes. or something yes. like that? Uh, many a quarter. And I don't know if you remember one time they had like test your love whatever you put your finger in there it says if you're a, a lover or a cold fish you oh, know yeah. about? oh yeah oh yes i've many many a quarter in that one as well <laughs> village Inn, it's it's a landmark you know it is so uh, it's a hickory landmark it is it's glad a, to have it here here we are and yeah. that's pretty amazing that we got down this rabbit hole from the top five wings <laughs> of course yeah of course well, anyway good job on the wings thanks Ron. hank anything else you know exciting happened this summer you know for me it was a a big summer because my daughter olivia graduated from high school and we just moved her into college two weeks ago unbelievable and my youngest daughter lucy rose started high school so this whole summer we've kind of been dreading the end of it like the plague because our daughter had to go it was bittersweet that's how i'll describe it so we were so proud of her and so honored and of the work she put in throughout her uh, her career here in hickory but now it's time for her to spread her wings and fly yeah and so i'm going to tell you this story and if I get moved, it's okay. You've seen me cry before. I've seen you cry before. So we get down there, and so we're moving her in. And again, we've been dreading it. Jennifer's just had the hard, worst time this whole summer. And Olivia, you know, actually a couple of days before, she was like, so you really going to make me go to school? And I'm oh, like, gosh. Uh, Liv, we going. We going. I mean, we are going to school. That's yeah, no yeah, question. Yeah. She was like, I know. Were I'm you just- burying your head in the sand? Like, did you, like, were you mad, ups- not upset? Were you no, like, I, upset? You're ready for it again. I, I I, of course, I wasn't ready, but I mean, it's her time. Yeah, no, so, no, no. I mean, I'm so proud. So yeah. I was like, "Let's go, let's go." On. Yeah. So I was trying to fill her with confidence, and you can do this. And uh, there's, you're going to meet so many great people there. It's going to be probably the four best years of your life. Like it, you, you had your four best yeah. years, and I had my four best years there in college. It was incredible. So we get in the car and we we go. We split it up. Lucy Rose is driving with me half because we're taking two cars to move all the stuff in, and just really great conversations with both. Right. You know talking with Olivia about, she was like, daddy, what's it like the first week? And you know, when do you meet your friends and all this stuff? So I'm talking with her and then we switched legs and Lucy Rose is like, how do you think it's going to be with Olivia? Not in the house. Really great good conversation. We get down there, do our stuff. The plan is we're going to leave, move in on Saturday. We're checking time is at two. We're going to hang out, maybe eat dinner. Then it's probably time for us to get on back to Hickory and let Olivia start her life. Yeah. So get all the stuff in. We move the move in. You know, I'm not handy at all, but I figure out how to build this little cabinet. I'm building stuff. It's just an amazing day. Like I really do not think. Who would have thought? Exactly. Who I can't thought? build little cabinets, but I'm putting little cabinets together. I set up her TV, get her bunk beds all set up. Everything is great. It's about six o'clock, seven o'clock. Thinking about it, maybe it's time for us to roll. And yeah. Jennifer was like, I just don't think I can go tonight. Okay. And I was like, all right. And then say, Olivia, mommy's thinking about maybe staying another night. She was like, please, y'all stay. So we do. Go to a hotel. We swim around with Lucy Rose. Olivia stays with her friends and roommates. Next morning, pop up. Let's go check out the room. If there's any other little tweaks, great. Let's go eat breakfast. And then after that, we're flying. Go in the room. Stay there about three hours. Breakfast turns to brunch. Eating brunch about two. Now it's four o'clock in the afternoon, Hank. We were supposed to be gone the day before. And so I was like, guys, it's time. So we get in the car 
Instead of going to the dorm, we pull off into a little side side road parking space. So we you can say your goodbyes. So we can say our goodbyes. Yeah. And so we say our goodbyes, and I'll have to admit, there's definitely some tears from Jennifer and, and me. And back in the back, Lucy Rose's stone face killer. She ain't shed a tear, not <laughs> one tear. Misses her sister terribly. But one of the conversations she had with me in the car was she's like, Daddy, I don't grieve like you. So if you don't see me crying, don't think I'm weird. That's just how, how I do. And hey, I was like, How mature is that I that she knows that? Unbelievable. How mature is that? So impressed by these two young ladies. So impressed. Hard to believe you've been part of their upbringing. No doubt about it. And so we get there, and I said, you know, it's time. And Lucy Rose is looking at her watch like, let's go. (laughs) Got stuff to (laughs) do. We got to get home. So Olivia walks by. This is the part. It's like almost a movie, dude. I mean, you can't write, make this up. Like, she walks across the street, and then she turns and does the The wave. wave. That about just knock you in the dirt. I know. That just yeah, knock yeah, yeah. you in the dirt. But we made it through. We got home, and and Olivia's having just the best two weeks. Yeah, she's loving it. Oh, yes, hey, listen, so, I can so relate because so I was the youngest of five. Yeah, remember? Yeah. And so when Jake left, dude, it was like because you and Jennifer are like we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Because you know she's independent. Like Lucy's probably independent enough. She wants to do her own thing. And so like I kind of had my run of the city, the, oh, the, yes. you know, Hey, yes. can I borrow some money? I got to do it. Hey. So Lucy's going to live for yeah. a while. One of my buddies who experienced the same thing said, y'all just going to end up spoiling the heck out of Lucy Rose. Yeah. She's solo at the crib now. Yeah. And so, yeah, she can kind of do. She got she four wants. years of it too. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about that. So Olivia's off to high, to college doing so well. Lucy Rose starts high school. Yep. And, driver's ed she's doing driver's ed right now so i had to pick her up from driver's ed they had her driving around she already passed her written test had her driving around she got on 321 they're getting on the highway today i'm like it's happening yeah I it's mean, happening it is rolling when's her birthday she when she turned 15 or she's to december so she 15 is, exactly she turns 15 in december so so she'll have all her tests done i guess you can get your permit right when you turn 15 right if you've done everything if you've like done that. it so yeah so she's ready to get it all but anyway so then high school starts. So it's been a very exciting couple weeks, college and high school. And Harris, big man on campus, eighth grade Grandview, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last year of middle school. Yep. What's he feeling? How's, how's it going? He's feeling good about it. I mean, yeah. you know, he doesn't uh, – it's funny, and I, I'll say this kind of guarded. It's funny because he hangs out with a lot of ninth graders. Yeah. Just because of his age. He was in preschool with them, and then right. he did TK because he would have been really young, and those kids moved up. And so there's a fine line, and I kind of did the same thing. I had, you know, your brother and mm-hmm. that group, Adam Earl, and those guys that I hung out with. Yep. And then when they go off to ninth grade, there's a real separation sure. between the two. Sure. Because, like even the at the football game the other day, we were sitting there, and, you know, some of his boys were sitting at the student section, and he's like, that, that's the students. And I get it, and I get that. But it's a weird kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But – there is something about that eighth grade year, I feel like, for um, a little bit of independence, for confidence, no no for because, you know, you are kind of big guy and, and the sixth mm-hmm. graders are walking in, you know, which we know some of them. And yes. I was like, you be good to those boys because, they, you know, they're looking up at you. But uh, it's been good. I mean, he, it's funny from year to year to watch these kids kind of mature a little bit. Now my son is far from mature, (laughs) but like, you know, I mean like accept responsibility, come home and do their stuff before they, you know, like homework and stuff like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, not having to get on them, not that we get on them, but like 
when he'd get home, do your homework before you play. Now, that's kind of a ritual that he does. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of kind of cool to watch that and kind of keep those habits as he's going to mo- be moving forward. Sure. But um, not playing soccer this fall. Really? He decided not to play. He wanted to get um, bigger, stronger, faster. And so he's been working out and stuff. And, you know, it, it really is getting to a point with kids' sports that they they don't reward you for playing multiple sports because everybody wants to play travel something, mm-hmm. travel soccer, travel baseball, travel basketball. And the sad thing is, is they, they make every season that season. So he loves baseball. Right. He wanted to play fall baseball. He was going to have to miss fall baseball practice for soccer games. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not playing soccer in high school. What, what am I doing? And, and, and I don't, but I want him to play those sports. Of course, I understand. But I want him. Yeah. You know, but but yeah. we didn't have the options to do all these we, other things. We, we did not. And so right. whether he makes this decision now or whether he makes it next year, he's making his own decision. And I said, listen, it's up to you. But I hate it that the sports community isn't allowing it to be very easy to be a multi-sport athlete at a, at a reasonably high level because he wants to play baseball and he can play it in the spring with his his middle school team. Yeah but they're terrible. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, at least here we get to play a pretty good competition. So it's it's just an interesting thing and I hope he doesn't regret it. I yeah. hope, you know, he has fun with it and um, but I mean, I, I certainly support him on it because he oh, loves it. Of course. Absolutely. Yep. So, uh, walking down this memory lane when you know, Lucy Rose had orientation at Hickory high. So you go in Hickory high and you sm- it smells the same and it looks the same. And after the first day I was like, well, where did you hang out? Cause you know, when we were hanging out there, like if you're a freshman or a sophomore, you kind of hang down low, but when you're a junior or senior, you get to hang out at the top of the mall, hang on yeah, the railing yeah. and all that stuff. And she was like, oh, we kind of. Hung out down low, and I was like, that's just how it was when I was, uh, went to school. And I was like, well, what did the freshman boys do? And she was like, to be quite honest, I, I don't know where they were. And so I remembered where we were, freshman boys. We were the biggest punks and just dipwads. Like, we would play these games. We went, would go in the where the mall is, where that glass window is on the second floor. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And if somebody would put their big, pick their book bag up, you know, somebody would stand behind them and another person would push them. And so we would do that all before school, at lunch, after school. So no wonder no girls ever no wanted girls. to talk to us. No like, girls. Not even say hello. Completely makes sense, but it's just funny how there's that you go through it. You freshman, you just geeky and dorky and nobody wants to talk to you. And by the senior year, Hey, you know, you're the man. Yeah. So it just, it works that way. But, um, uh, anyway. and you know, as a freshman coming in, you know, none of those, well, I mean, there's some, but you know, the difference between a freshman boy and a senior boy physically is astronomical, day. you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and, and the same thing with the girls. But, you know, I remember, walking in and you guys were seniors and you were never that commanding of presence. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) but I mean, you know, seeing the senior class and being like, dude, those are some big cats right there. And, you know, being intimidated, like seeing girls and pretty girls and being like, like, wow. wow." We're at the same school. Right. And then realizing that our girls, 
Like I'm competing with those guys for <laughs> our girls and right. I don't have a shot. Right. I don't have a shot. But yeah. you know, it is kind of like a funny dynamic. Absolutely. And there is a funny thing in Hickory that just happens and you described it already. So, you know, the seniors, you look up to them, you're the geeky old freshman guy and you know, you just praying you don't get a wedgie in front of everybody. If you get your wedgie, just get it out of the way. It's not in front of everybody. So I had three. Did you really? I don't. I don't. Think you were. I, you were part of. I'll probably. But I probably wouldn't pull it on you. No, right but around. you were part of two of them. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Your crowd. Your <laughs> crowd, crowd handled me. Yes. Hammered me. Okay. Well, and, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So anyway, I was just thinking, and the reason I'm thinking this is because I'll tell you the end part to the story in a minute. So my freshman year, first day. Of class, I think I probably told you the story. I'm walking with this huge book bag on. I'm like five foot one, and I'm walking from soccer practice to the center or something. Or maybe we didn't have soccer practice this day because it's the first day of school. I can't remember. But I'm walking to the center, you know, from the high school to the center by myself. And all of a sudden, this car pulls up, and I they slow down right where I where I'm walking i'm like oh my god i'm getting ready to get killed and it's the most popular dude in the whole school his name's scott stone he rolls down the window and he was like chad get in and i was like first of all how does he know my name <laughs> and why there's no where way, are you dude, taking exactly, me what is going to happen and he was like because and i i played soccer and so he knew me from soccer because we you know you practice during the summer and he was like no seriously get in you're going to the center right and i was like yes sir <laughs> And he was like, get in, I'll give you a ride. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So I jump in, and he drives me down. He's like, how first day of school going? Just like, cool. just unbelievably yeah, unbelievably cool. cool. Just unbelievably cool. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I'll get used to it, blah, blah, blah. So we pull into the center, and everybody's kind of hanging out there. And so I open the door, and I get out of Scott Stone's car to go to the center. My career is made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just yeah, the yeah. smallest little thing yeah, that yeah. the seniors can do for the freshmen. And again, I'm sorry if we gave you wedgies, but we always respect you. You respect the young people because the people, when you were going through it, they respected you. Yeah. And you got to pass that on. Yeah, that felt like respect when I was getting yeah, that. that it felt like I had nothing but respect coming my way. <laughs> I got to tell you. I don't know whose hand was on the, on my waistband, yes. but it was like... Five hands. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. So I'll tell you, I think I may have told you this. The, the first one was the day before school, okay? okay? It was like the sun. Uh, it may have been Saturday, maybe two days before school. We're at the club, yeah. like a country club, yes. and we were swimming. Yeah. All the, my group was swimming, right? Yeah. And then- I think I remember this. I get out of the pool, and I go out to get something to eat, and I was with like Andrew Dobbins. Okay. And- you all were eating, or sitting, sitting at yeah. the tables, and we had to walk through the tables to order, right? And so, like, as we're walking out, I see like all your faces, and you guys are all like, "Hey, what's up?" And I played soccer my freshman sure, year, sure. and so I so we, we knew we yes. had played, yes, yes. and so I was I was like, "Hey, what's up?" Hey, anyway, <laughs> it's nice to see you. Yeah, good good job. And we get past you, and I tell Dobbins, I was like, "Man, in two days we're gonna be in trouble." Like in two days, two days right? Yeah, yeah. So we go order on the hall, and I look back and. Six of you are walking towards me, right? So we bust into the club. Now, mind you, we're in soaking wet swimsuits, swimsuits, right? You guys hammer through us, right? Like hammer after us. But we get upstairs, we go upstairs. And when we get upstairs, they're having a black tie event upstairs, okay? And so we bust through there. Y'all don't, right? So you you guys, a little bit respectful, right? So I see there's two doors there. 
At one door, I remember Roger and or like Casey, or Casey Hunter, and yeah. Hunter and all those guys. And the other door was like you and Will and you know, some other guys. And the guy that ran the club was like, what are you guys doing up here? You're going to have to leave. Right. And I was like, sir, we don't want to leave because these guys are going to go out there and give us a wedgie. He was like, okay, this is even more encouraging. Go outside. Get out of here. So we walked towards the front door. And like, that was not the door you were at. When you saw us going towards that door, the six others at the door went around the club to be part of it. And so we got it right there. I think people were walking into the club in their tuxedo <laughs> while I was getting a wedgie. <laughs> that was one. The second one was by my sister's boyfriend, who was a freshman at Georgia, which I felt was uncalled for. Yeah, that's not true. And it was at a football game. Oh, no. Yeah. And then the no. third one was we had soccer practice like three days later, and we were at the field down near the baseball field. We, it was thundering and lightning. So they threw us, they said, get in the dugout. dugout. And I look over, I'm in the third base dugout and I look across and I'm like, there's my friends. And they're all in the first base dugout. And then I look down and I am in the varsity dugout and I get up to run. Like I stand up and I think I'm being so cool. I'm like, do, 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 (laughs) just going to go get the cup of water and I get mauled and I look over while I'm getting my wedgie and I see all of my friends like oh it was like a it was like off of um days and confused they're like oh oh uh." but I will tell you I will tell you I feel like I was respected more for taking it like that and all my friends were like petrified I listen I knew I got mine yeah I was like they ain't gonna get me again exactly and you got yours over with early early so the key is to get it over with early because if you keep running and running and running because Casey that's what he did he would run from I just I, it was soccer practice I was like go ahead and get me let's just go get it over then you don't have to worry about yeah, it don't he they pushed his for like a week so when they when he got it ooh, he got it bad yeah I remember somebody getting in the mall during lunch yeah like a week later, and it was it was probably like CJ, which all of us loved, but it was it was a tough one. Yeah, yeah, all those great high school memories. But anyway, coming back to the point, Scott Stone, legendary. So he came back to Hickory two weeks ago, mm. um, and I didn't get a chance to see him, but I texted with him and talked to him on the phone just for a second. I was like, "Do you remember what you did for me?" And he he was like, "I don't have any memory of that." I was like, "I just want to let you know, thank you." Yeah. So it, thirty plus years later. I still remember it, you know, so it's that kindness continues on. Right. Yes. Awesome. Well, buddy, that's a good summer recap we just did. It is. Yeah. So this will give us a good segue right into everyone's favorite uh, segment. Let's ask Hank. So, Hank. This How is, are these are these their favorite segments, and we've never done them before? Yeah, this is normally it's Hank's hierarchy, okay. right? So it's close to this, but it's a little bit different format. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to tell me which you you know just like Family Feud. Okay. And I'll say if it's the number one answer. Okay. Okay. If not, you'll get a big. Ah. All right. So let's ask Hank. <sighs> Hank, name a house you would never want to be in. Haunted. Bingo, number one answer. Other answers you could have said would be jailhouse. Okay. Or someone. Doghouse. Doghouse is everybody's favorite. So you nailed the top three there. Good job. (laughs) 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 We've got uh, our audience. are bringing in other. Texting in some other options. (laughs) And uh, those are houses you want to go to. Yes, absolutely. No doubt. Keep, (laughs) Keep them coming, audience. All right. Question number two. Hank, tell me a word that rhymes with. Election. <laughs> Detection. 
Didn't make the top five list. It didn't. Give me a word that rhymes with election. <laughs> Reflection. Sorry. I don't think yeah. there's anything on the top five list. Tell me a word that rhymes with election. Perfection. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Not the number one answer, Hank. Perfection. Okay. But okay. number two, the number one answer, Hank. Is erection. Okay. okay. How'd yay. I miss that? Yeah. Okay, good job. All right, number three. <laughs> Hank, name something snowmen might have nightmares about. What would snowmen have nightmares about? Sunny days. Sunny days. Ding, 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 ding. One. Give me a couple more. Blow torches. Unbelievable. Is that number two? And that was number three, but okay. blow torches? Who would have thought? Space heaters. <laughs> number five. And my favorite, number seven, peeing dogs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Not That's bad. It. Not bad. Okay, good. All right, Hank, you're doing great at this game. Hank, name a place where if Hank took Reagan there for her anniversary, she would be very pissed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Our audience is good my, at this game. My wife, let me let me just go. My wife is very, very accommodating. So I mean, it would be my wife to get her really mad. Yeah, let well, me that's th- what we talk about. Let me think. Let me think about where <laughs> basement poker game <laughs> number four. Yes, What's number that? four. Yes, basement poker game. Okay, number one. Mud wrestling event. <laughs> Close. Sporting event. We'll go with sporting oh, event number Reagan two. Reagan would love that. Yes, yeah, sporting event number two. Number one, I'll just ha- help you here. Strip joint, you know, obviously oh, yeah. you're not going to do that. And number four, I find this hilarious, is parents' house. But y'all like to go there, right? I, mean, I love my parents. Of course. So, love yeah, her parents. thought that was great. Maybe not on an anniversary. Yeah, bingo. All right, number five, the last question of Let's Ask Hank Name something a squirrel might get in a fight with if it tried to take his nuts. Anything. Have you Anything. ever seen? Have you, squirrels are crazy. So give me the number one answer. Uh, what what tries to take squirrels' nuts? Birds. Birds. Number one answer. Moles. Number three answer. Number two, another squirrel. Another squirrel. Another squirrel, right? And number five answer, humans. Humans. Humans taking a nut. I've never seen a squirrel really attack a I've human. I've never seen though. that either. So anyway. Uh, not bad, Hank. So you nailed the number one answer in m- the majority of the questions of let's ask Hank. <sighs> Good job. Good job. All Thank right. you. Moving on, Hank. So we're going to wrap up this episode in here, here in a minute. But Labor Day just passed us last weekend. You know, Labor Day, we celebrate the labors. You get a day off of work so you can rest, get ready for fall to kick into gear. It's an exciting weekend. First of all, did you do anything exciting Labor Day? Normally, it's the end of the summer. You know, you're kind of winding things down. Yeah, m- most people like last time they go swimming or yes. you know stuff like that. I had to move my entire house. So Saturday, I moved my shed. Mm-hmm. So I was moving oil and chainsaws and mowers and all that stuff. Right. So Sunday, I ended up moving my unfinished area, which had camping stuff and. Uh, golf clubs and you know uh, backpacks and stuff like that. In Monday, Labor Day, mm. the day you take off, yeah, day of rest. I was in a hundred and fifteen degree attic, handing stuff down to my father in law and brother, <laughs> so they could take it out to a carport for my wife, her mother, her sister, and good friend to sort to either go garbage, Goodwill, 
or keep. keep. Mm. And I did that for about four hours. I feel like I lost six, seven pounds. Sure. Hank, that sounds terrible. And question to you, did you ever think about maybe moving, service, come in and do it? I guess for those special things, they don't know. They would just either move it all or dump it all. I'll tell you, I, I, they are coming to move beds, sofas. Big stuff. Yeah, all the big stuff. Tables, chairs, everything like that. So they're coming. And it was, I was talking to them about it and they're like, yeah, we can do this. And so I pretty much didn't even think about them. Like, you know, moving the entire house, I, I'm an able body human. I can mm-hmm. do, you know, I can be part of this. It's Labor Day though. Hey? The other day, listen, the other it's day nice. when I was in Labor Day, when I was in that attic, attic, I said that I would have paid somebody $25,000 <laughs> to come up there and finish the job that I started right. because I was miserable. Yeah. And although we're probably 80% done okay, with what good. we have to do, right? My wife's been a champ. We've had friends that have been champs. But moving, pardon my language, sucks. Mm. It's awful. Terrible. I wouldn't wish, I don't ask my friends to do it. I've had friends to come over and help. Yeah. You know why I don't ask my friends? Because you don't want them to ask I'm you not helping you. Exactly. I understand completely. Some people just like, one of the friends who's helping helped you move is a friend who helped sure. you move. They just like it. It's so weird. They it's weird. like helping out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's strange. It's weird. So strange to me. Yeah. But anyway, it's good to have friends like that. Um, so new house, very excited. Very excited. I mean, very excited. Got pools and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, right? It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be pool yeah. and then, you know, some outdoor areas. And yeah. it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be make the next five years for our family. Yes. A lot of fun. Plus it put me Two doors down from my mom. Yeah. And we've had some family illness, and so that's going to be good because we're going to be able to help them. So, sure. you know, you never know why you are asked to do certain things, yes. and I know why now. Yeah, awesome. Well, that's good. Congratulations on the move. My Labor Day weekend uh, consisted of me playing in a golf tournament with our good friend Jeff Osborne. And Heard you guys really slayed yeah, it. Yeah, we were really awesome. Finished last place overall out of every team last place however we had a great time and it's so funny i played in this golf tournament with jeff osborne and i'm not sure if jeff is a big fan listener but um if he is then he'll know exactly what i'm talking about the first time we played jeff either he had the flu or something where he cannot perform up to his optimal level right last year he was opening a can of like beans or something the night before sliced open his thumb couldn't hold a golf club and of course this year he was doing some power lifts tweaked his wrist his wrist was three times the size of his other wrist. Couldn't hold a golf club again. So three years, three injuries. Next time we're going to make sure Jeff is safe and sound prior to the golf tournament. You know what I mean? Let's, or, let's take care of him. Or yeah. you, this is a sign not to play. Got to play in this because it's too much fun not to play. Okay. I mean, it's just such a blast. It's eight, two nine-hole matches, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you're competing against with everybody in your flight, and they have all kinds of fun stuff to do out there. There's no parties. There's nothing. It's just golf and what you've got during the golf events. Like that cart will come up and pour little shots for you. And there's beer and food all over the golf course. So it's strictly a golf tournament for golf only, you know. So that's what I did for my Labor Day <clears throat> weekend. My girls got their last beach trip in, which, you know, is pretty awesome. The last trip of the summer, they went down to Oak Island, got to spend some time down there uh, with Jennifer's mom and dad. So they really enjoyed it. So while daddy was playing very bad golf, they were enjoying themselves on the beach. Nice. Yes. So this brings us to our last uh, subject of the day, Hank. (sighs) 
the thought that it being Labor Day weekend and we're talking about labors and first jobs and all this stuff, let's go back and let's go back in the history of Hank. And Hank, what was your first job? Let's talk about two things here. I want to hear about your first job ever and then your worst job you ever held. Mm. So first job, it can even be like high school lawn mowing job or yep. your first job out of school while you were in high school, whatever. Let's talk about it. So a friend of mine, ours, um, that went to Hickory High, he played golf. I mean, he played soccer with us. His dad started or opened the Checkers restaurant here in town. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the summer going into my ninth grade year, they were looking for people to help. And so he hired us, right? yeah. Him, his son, me, right? But you could not be on a fryer. You could not be on a grill. Got it. All you could do was lift boxes of meat into the cooler and <laughs> you make coke you could tricks? do cokes yeah, you could yeah. do run a register but you know I, I would say that's probably my first and my worst yeah. because it was a it was miserably boring you know because you'd go in spells that all you to do is clean because you know hey you got to be there at 10 rush doesn't start till eleven thirty or whatever so you're just sitting in there doing nothing and uh it was hot you know that that's a oh, little that's a building, little spot, and you yeah. got all these grills and everything going. But let, can we take it even farther? What my favorite job yes, was? Yes, favorite job. Too. Okay, so for two summers, for two summers, I worked at R and N Marina. Okay, so out on the lake. Sure. And I was sixteen and seventeen, and it was just during I'd go out there first thing in the morning, and we'd build docks or we'd, um, you know, I'd. Uh, I'd clean the, the boat, gas, put the but gas yeah, in the, the best part was yeah. is when you got to hang out on the dock because you would pull in, whip off your shirt, put on some sunglasses, and go sit down on the dock and yeah. wait for people to come in, yeah. and you you know you'd help them, and you know a lot of lot of pretty ladies out there, sure. a lot of you know a lot of people having fun, so it was always like a lot of fun out there, and then every once in a while when it was really dead, you'd one of your you know cohorts there would sneak on a boat and you'd go skiing. You know, and people would watch it. Oh, where's Shannon? Uh, uh, I believe he's in the uh, back. He's uh, (laughs) scrubbing a boat, I think. And so, you know, it it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Well, my first job, we'll split it in half. So when I was in high school, I used to, during the summers, I would work for Kathy Kim and teach tennis. And it was a great, great job. You know, the pay wasn't wonderful, but it was pay for teaching tennis, you know? Yeah. And I, because I was there a couple of couple summers in a row, I got the best gig, which is, so there was this community out near the lake called River Ridge Run in Harbor Town. Do you remember what I'm talking yeah. about? And so their parents, instead of having their kids to get their kids all the way to the center, they had tennis courts there. And so they arranged a deal with Kathy that they would send an instructor to go out to their tennis courts. And it was triple the amount of money to go to their courts. And so there were only three kids, and I say kids, they were just two years younger than me, that I, they, I knew them. And so we, I would go out there with a bucket of balls, and we'd hit tennis for 30 minutes. And the rest of the time, you know, we would just shoot the bull. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And back in those days, I mean, think about this. Big money. Three kids, $10 an hour, $30 an hour I made throwing balls. You know I mean? Come on. Yeah. And so that was my summer gig. I would do that on Tuesdays to River Ridge Run. The rest of that was with Kathy. During the winter, I worked at a cleaner world. So, you know, I'd put the clothes, take the clothes, blah, blah, blah. And so I started working there and thanks during, you know, November. And then during Christmas time, the gentleman, his name was Dick Klein. No, Dick, I can't remember his last name. He's just a really nice man. 
Well, he was like, Chad, I just want to let you know around Christmas time, we always wear Santa Claus hats. When you go out to the, you know, we show some festive spirit, but I got blue Santa Claus hat that I want you to wear. I was like, mm, Mr. Ray, whatever his name was, Mr. Dick, I don't really want to wear a Santa Claus right. hat because, you know, I think well, my friends would probably come by. I'm and a high school kid. Yeah, they're going to probably joke on me. And he was like, Chad, that's what we do. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Sure enough, put on the blue hat, go outside, taking the order. Here comes Hunter and Will. <laughs> ah, nice hat, stupid. Just, I mean, they're going up and down oh, 127, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. So anyway, that was just a, a fun memory. So I hung up this after that, that Christmas season. I didn't work there anymore. Um, <laughs> worst job ever. I worked at the Red Lobster in Raleigh, North Carolina, my junior between my junior year and senior year. And I always had like the graveyard shift. And they'd always give me the Friday and Saturday close, which, you know, as a college kid, you don't want to be closing Friday and Saturday. That's the time we jam. Yeah, We're yeah, having a yeah, time. Yeah. Well, anyway, there was this huge party, and it was Friday night, and I was trying to get out of there. And so it's 10.50. They close at 11. They set me a party of 18 oh. at 10.50. So I was there till one something o'clock in the morning, giving them great service like I would do anybody. Right. They left me a 48 cent tip. I mean, come on. That's unbelievable. So terrible. This is in 1995. So it was a long time ago. But still, I mean, they were how rude. They Who are kept, these people? Let's go get them. Two some hours. They give me 48 cent tip. So anyway, the next day I got to come to work the next day and the rest of the staff had heard about it. So they pitched in some money, which was so kind of them. But that was my last work weekend working at Red Lobster. That was a wrap. That is a wrap. And guess what else also is a wrap? This podcast. Yes. Hank, we could not have come back with the strength and the endurance and the energy we had today. That's true. Without a few people who would encourage us down the line to get back in the studio. Aggressive text. Yes, we need you. Aggressive text. I had a text from a gentleman that says, I am going on road trips and I need this podcast. Yes. And I heard that from several other people as well. And, of course, our number one biggest fan, Olivia East, who has sent me text after text. Daddy, we need it. I mean, she shares it with folks. Yeah. Her friends, she was like, I need it. And when I told her yesterday we were back in the studio, she said, quote, this might be the happiest day of my life. Oh. <laughs> so our number one fan. I love Olivia. Olivia, this one's for you. Mr. Geyer, our number two biggest fan. This one's for you. Yep. And the slew of other 10 people who really get behind us. Well, it would be eight people because they're, okay, they're, they're the, the two. Well, I was thinking there was 12 total. So, okay. you know, 10 more. So anyway, um, thank you guys for sticking with us. We're going to continue this every two weeks. We're going to get back on schedule. I'd also like to say a shout out to my man, Petey King, Cornelius Covington, Jacob Hall. Yep. Yep. Thinking of you. And until the next time we talk again, Hank, peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.